Oh, 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 well. <laughs> Why does that laugh feel like the holidays? That was crazy, right? Yeah, it does. All right. What's that shirt you got on there, brother? Oh, brother, this is um, Bleed Them Dry, brother. Ah. Of course. Yes, yes, brother. Yes, I had to wear the shirt because <laughs> in commemoration because it, I thought they were going to be a, like a longer series. It's only going to be six issues. Oh, okay. And the six issue, I think, is like out in a couple weeks or so. So I had to wear the shirt because I absolutely love this series. It's just so damn good. What have you. Um, On that note, welcome once again (laughs) to the Fandom Initiative. Um, We're going to jump right into it because the room's a little empty. I thought there was going to be a party going on, but I think I hear some knocking, and I think some people want to come in. And I also smell biscuits, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And biscuits Biscuits and vegetables, too. I I, I wish I was smelling a hoagie, but unfortunately, I can't right now. All right, so let's get it set. Let's get it straight. The man across from me, the man, the myth, the legend, the cinema CEO, the cinema god, this is Michael Williams. What's up, y'all? And myself, I am the Hungry Bleak, hashtag the Dark Star, hashtag Nevermore. I am Antonio Pomares. Yes, I put a little bit extra on it because you got to get the people what they want. And this is the Fandom Initiative. Welcome to the fandom. You're in review show oh, 2020 you're in review show <laughs> you're uh, 2020 was um the original title for this episode was going to be 2020 you raggedy and then ellipsis and i was <laughs> i was like no i don't want to go that route because what have you but we have a lot of people here mm-hmm. and i want to bring them in mm-hmm. i want to introduce y'all to them and this is in no particular order because these people are all cool as hell. We we want to pull them through the portal. We go, yes. <laughs> on my left. <laughs> on your on right. my left. <laughs> so let's get him in. First person, uh, he is the writer and creator of Route Three. This 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 dude writes everything. Mm-hmm. He is also like Stevie Wonder. He is writing in the key of life. Mm-hmm. This man. Uh, Route three, uh, Chango and the Jade Obelisk, mine to avenge. Congratulations on getting that one back. Absolutely yeah. love it. He's written for John Stewart, the Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and he's got everything going on. This gentleman is Robert Jeffrey the second. Oh, hey, no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going on. Listening to that, like that bump in waiting room beat, I was actually dancing over here. It's pretty cool. Nice. But um, thanks for having me on. I'm I'm a big fan of y'all's show. Big Thank fan. You, Thank you. And We're big we fans are of you. Huge fans of you, and so honored. So let's get the next person up. This incredible artist uh, does some of the most amazing. Uh, like one of my favorite pieces of art is from her. It's like this gold. Uh, uh, paper page and it's um, like a mage with a with a skull with like a gold skull. It's beautiful. I was I need to actually. I, I wish I actually had it on a um a wallpaper for my phone because it's just awesome. She is also just an incredible uh, gamer. As far as like, if I need to know anything about Final Fantasy, I'm gonna ask her. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, and she knows where there's a good pancake spot, so you know what that's got to be. <laughs> that's that that counts for something huge. And she's a Williams. 
That goes very far in the world. <laughs> That's a seal of approval right there. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. welcome to the room, Shanae Williams. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. Look at this. This this is awesome. This, this is technology. <laughs> this is where we're at. Antonio, my man, you forgot dumplings. Come on. I know the dumplings. Oh. <laughs> you missed the dumplings. I still love you anyway, though. <laughs> I have failed this city. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna be real. You know what happens when you fail the city, though, right? That means we're gonna be canceled soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Word. Remix the arrow. arrow. And that hurts. <laughs> Next up, coming to the stage, this cat has one of the best eyes I can say as far as photography. I love his pieces. What he does. If I need to know anything about. Legend of Zelda, I'm asking this cat. I'm asking him. Uh, he is, we've known each other all our lives. Literally all our lives. He, if, if you see us together, you, you would think that he's like the older brother because I'm like two foot nine and he's like <laughs> gigantic because <laughs> he's tall and there ain't no excuse for it. He also wants to start getting into more geek realm things and possibly creating some content. And I'm here for that because I think it's beautiful. Coming to the stage right now is Carlo Smith Ramsey. Hello, hello. Ooh. How you doing? What's up? The weather outside is frightful, but he has got a tree in the corner. That's right. Got a little <laughs> holiday spirit right there. That is the best holiday like type of thing I can say ever. That's that, that's all I got, folks. Thank you. Thank you. This, this is also the man who is over here making biscuits, and um, we all know how I feel about food. Diabolical. Uh, yep, I'm a beast in the in the kitchen. And look, look this move. food, please. That'd be much appreciated. Straight almost, straight almost lost it on Mike. Um, <laughs> the next person coming to stage. Just an incredible light, honestly. Um, content creator, Twitch, YouTube, doing panels and everything, and creating a brand that is going to be just bigger than you can imagine, honestly. I believe in her. I believe in what she's doing. She's on the right track, and she is part of the change. Remember when we used to use that hashtag, Michael? Yeah. We might have to bring on On a previous project. It was a strange project, wasn't it? It, yeah. it, it was kind of a strange project. Yeah. Um, oh, stupid. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about it in my membrane right now. Leave it to one of the best writers out there to make that line. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. That would pay like this. <laughs> this coming to the room and the stage and coming. Into your homes, actually, when you go to her Twitch channel. This is Joy Infinity and Beyond. There she is. Hey, Hello, hi. everyone. Yo, y'all have me dying. I was like, please don't put the camera on me while I'm cracking up over here. <laughs> Lord, I was either I was I'm on the verge of tears, and then you brought it back with that project. That's also in my membrane too. I was like, oh shit. Ah, 
Now, I just want to say this real quick. First off, thank you all for being here. This is awesome. This is amazing. Um, in these in these COVID times, um, you know, to to be able to do this because we honestly before this wouldn't have been able to have all of us in the same room. Yeah. So thankful to you know to technology and everything that's going on right now, what have you, and the amount of um, content and meetings like this that are happening we're able to do this and I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, just very grateful. Thank you so very much for all of you being here. Um, let, let me also say, um, do not adjust your TV screens or your phones or your whatever you're watching this on. There's nothing wrong with the brightness of your screen. I have called together the black delegation. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> okay. <You're too. laughs> Damn. I brought I brought together the five deadly venoms to Whoa. Hey. I love it. And th th this is awesome. So thank you very much. Um we're going to do the year in review. 2020 was uh, a lot. Let's for just say that. Words. For lack of better words, yeah. yeah. And let's leave it at that. <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that. Um, I think 2020 was so bad that 20 is going to have a stigma now like you you, you know like how 13 and mm -hmm. buildings and you don't have the 13th floor you look on the mm -hmm. elevator they always miss that i think like later on you know our descendants we're gonna have like calendars that are not gonna have the year 20 in that shit i swear <laughs> to god they yeah. just, like <laughs> 20 is a blight upon everything wow true well i think one of us is going to get the power of time travel on the 21st so hopefully oh. they'll be able to go back and actually change <laughs> what happened. Hopefully, get your kids, Marty. See, see, there you go now. See why you had to go and like put the if time you... travel thing in because now, now it's like okay, what rules are we talking about? Because it could be no, like Endgame where mm -hmm. we can't really change the past. We can just yank stuff out, you know, to make the future better, but we can't change what the you know happened. It makes things even more convoluted as they are. We will mm. have this discussion on the twenty second, <laughs> and we'll all them set our, our Why, different powers. Is that, what, what is up with the twenty first? I know my sister told me something is aligning, and all of us are getting yeah. powers or something uh, like that. Oh crap! Yeah, yeah like people. planets aligning. I think it's supposed to be yeah. some type of convergence. Um, all I know Jupiter. is, I want um, Bishop power. I think that's awesome. Look. To grow a I wake up the next day with powers. <laughs> I'm coming for you, and oh, you have to figure this out because I mean, you know what's going to happen. They're going to start hunting us down. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, but what powers would you guys really want, though? Like, what what type of power? It can be anything from like outside of comics, or or just you know something that you think. You of. know what I want? I saw this on um, Heroes. And they oh. never really explored it much. And I thought that was such a shame. This lady had this power where. Oh, and for those who don't she, know, go look it up on Google. We're not going to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're, not. We're, not. We're not. This lady had this power where anything she touched, she could see the history of it. Okay. What season was so, that? Oh. So, so imagine. You go to a museum, you got all these ancient artifacts that are there. She can just touch it and she knows everything that artifact went through. The hands that it passed through. We already you know, know what's going on. 
So <laughs> I would of I, course. Look, 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 that's all I want because then I would just go to museums and stuff like that. I would just learn so much shit. And then I'll be like, yo, look, y'all need to tell, y'all need to do this, this, and this for me because I know what you did. I know what that is. I know what this is going to be. <laughs> I'm busting a killmonger. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell this. So you think this is from where? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. For me, telekinesis or teleportation. Ooh. So telekinesis. Which you can find in Route 3. Actually, damn it, I can't point to the right area. Whatever. In the comic book above my head <laughs> to my left. <laughs> oh, telekinesis, oh, 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 telekinesis is used quite often in that. So yeah, yeah, telekinesis, telekinesis or teleportation. That's a very nice Easter egg, sir. That's that's very nice. Oh, I was ready for it. You know, that's why my big head isn't covering me. I'm like, hey, let's talk about <laughs> yeah. Nice. What about you, Joy? What um, do you got the powers? I would love to have time manipulation because my black ass be late to everything. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I just need to come correct and have that. Uh, if not, it would be the power of cooking because, you know, I also don't do that. But no, other no, than no, that, no, yeah. no, no. That, that is, you already have that ability. <laughs> you, it just hasn't been unlocked yet. You're, you got. Oh, big facts. You yeah. Got our, yeah, you got our blood. You got to go, that, go with that X gene. I can read recipes and stuff. I can do stuff. I just have the power of laziness because I'm a Taurus, you know? Well, if you had time manipulation, <laughs> then you could just learn to cook in that time that you, you know, freezing. Bam! There you go. It all goes back to time manipulation. So, yeah, oh, I you, would do you that. You said cooking. I thought you said cloaking. I'm dumb over here. I was like, what is cooking? What does food have to do with <laughs> oh, <I know>. cooking? <laughs> I'm slow as hell. <laughs> no, I'm already, I'm already a ninja, so I already have that okay. down thanks to my mom because she's... Oh what? Yeah, let's not even. She be sneaking. I don't even hear her oh. in the room. I'd be like, "You've been here the whole time." She's like, "Yes, I've been here the whole time." I'm like, "Oh shoot, okay." And no, no, not only that. Then she would look at you like, "Why do you need to hear me?" Like, what? You just heard me? Like this wow. shouldn't be a surprise. I learned my powers from her. So I, I and that's, I like, and that's how you get snuck. From all that too. Like I'm, I'll walk in a room, they won't hear me. She was like, "Where did you come from?" I came from nowhere. Right. <laughs> so Shanae just told us that her powers activated very early in life, apparently. Yes. Um, and, I'm oh, kind of and I'm a little scared and afraid. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a little scared and afraid. Look, be afraid. I think I think mine's what about you? be like uh, controlling the weather or energy manipulation. Ooh. Like that. Something along those lines. I don't know. Whatever comes. No. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever power I got, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. I'm like, right, whatever. Work. Yeah. I'm gonna make it work, whatever it is. Listen, man, I'm an Aquarian. I adapt to almost everything. So oh. I was like, whatever. Love you so much. <laughs> Love you so much, Aquarius over there. Whoever's dealing out the powers, do not give her the powers of movie Darwin. Do not. Please do not. Do not give her oh, those adaptive uh, powers. Yeah. She just said yeah. she adapts everything. Don't. Don't do it. We're <laughs> not going to get into it. We don't have. No. No, no, no. Rest no, in peace. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, don't don't give me those powers. Another reason to not eat um, pork is um, Darwin was killed by bacon. But um bum Michael, oh my God. Power I'm gone. Damn. That's it. Nasty. Damn. Oh my God. 
All right. I, just, I, I can't slaughter. with you. Can't. <laughs> can't. I'm, I'm, I'm greedy, so I want everything. I want to yes. be like, I want to be, I want to be Siler, but way oh. less. Oh, 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 my husband. Oh, way yes, less Siler. Yes, daddy. Yeah, that's it. That, Come what? through. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to look down, like she's sitting in the box under me, like it's like, <laughs> it's appropriate that I'm right. <laughs> below you too, like right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he gonna give me that dad face every five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's a second heroes reference. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that... favorite show until recently. Oh my god, <laughs> Karen, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. What happened? What Here's... I missed? Leonard Here's... Roberts was Karen out of the uh, TV show. Big facts, mm -hmm. and I noticed yeah, it. Bye. By Allie when I was watching. Larder. Yeah, Larder. yeah, that's her name, yeah. Yep. Also notice how they kept stealing comic book storylines, but Mike, what were your superpowers? Oh, you just said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm slow today. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> well, like, the seasoning, the seasoning on. on this show is amazing. I don't know. <laughs> the ancestor said, season it. All right. You're good. <laughs> um... Me, I would either go with Bishop, like I said, because I think being able to store energy and then redirect it, the amount of things you can do with that power is amazing because you can store it and pretty much you could become immortal mm. by storing all the energy, being able to redirect it. Um, or, and this is going to be odd for a black man to say, um, but I would like like Iceman's kind of powers. <laughs> okay, but, I but see there, where you went there with that. There, there actually is a character um, from Far Square Studios uh, who is actually Panamanian. Hey. And he has ice powers. And that immediately um, drew me to that character. I'm trying to remember, uh, I want to say Squadron? I have to look up the name of, of, of the extra team, but it's cool. Um, yeah, but either that, but I think honestly, Bishop's powers are just the coolest ever. And even if I can't, and you know what, I could actually use that energy, energy manipulation in store to actually grow out that mullet. So yes, Robert, I will take him. Hey. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes, he had the juicy locks too. Like he had that, like that. Yeah, he had that, that flowing, you know, so glow curls at the back. Was he leaving Had that right. Aww. But the back of his shirt was juicy. Like he had yeah, all the juice. Yeah, you saw that. You saw he had that. all the juice was back there. This is not your mama's geek oriented content. <laughs> no. no. Not at all. Oh, and if your mother is watching, hello, Shanae's mother. Hello. Hi. That's Hi, awesome. Mom. I heard that um my sister texted me. She was like, Oh, I'm watching, but I'm watching through your nephew's account. I was like, Okay, that's great. At least that's, the whole thing. Awesome. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. The family so, affair. Yeah. So 2020 was crazy. It was a lot going on. And the world kind of stopped at a point, which is weird. Um, life really did change as we know it. <clears throat> and even we stopped um, as far as um, doing our previous uh, podcast, uh, YouTube show. Mm -hmm. Everyone was in like this flux. You didn't know where, where you were going. You were going to work, but you didn't feel like if it was necessary, if it was real to do. Some people weren't going to work. Some people were in a holding pattern in life. 
Um, and then we got the term essentials, which was great. And I'm sure somebody's going to be put that in some type of sci-fi novel or what have you as, because it started being like this weird class system. And I could already see the wheels turning in Robert's head. And I did that. <laughs> and content stopped. Content changed. Content evolved. Content creators stopped. Content creators evolved and changed. Did things different. Stopped doing what they were doing. There was just a lot of change in the air. Um, comics stopped. I mean, not you know being created, but stopped being put out. You didn't know what you were going to do. We were all trying to figure out. Movies stopped. Yeah, movies kind of still stop. I mean, That's yeah, right now. it's it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean. Yeah. AMC, I think, is fighting now with um, who's behind Dune and Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Warner Brothers. Mm. They're fighting because they want their the, these production um, agencies are now like, yo, look, we're just gonna put it out there on stream. And AMC yeah. is like, yo, what the hell? Hey, everybody got to eat, but mm-hmm. and that was the. The thing is, like, you're trying to figure out how am I going to get my product out there, and um, from indie creators to the powdered wigs at Marvel in DC, um, <laughs> and I'm going to keep using that term because I actually like it. <laughs> okay. about now, and, and I and I actually like it. So everything changed, and starting to like catch up now with things. You know, um, comics was off for like. Um, uh, well, not like indie, pretty much, because a lot, a lot of you were, were publishing and printing your own stuff anyway. So you guys were kind of good, but still in that in in that holding bubble. Um, but then the world changed more with turmoil, racial turmoil. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of angry episodes on Strange in the Membrane, which was the previous podcast we were doing. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it was evolved. We changed. Um, and how we are is, nope. yes, that one message came through to us that we needed to figure things out. Amen. Thank you, and Jesus. We needed nothing faced me. And we needed to find our way again. I don't get Reach faith. It. And here we are to talk about this year. Of we ended up stopping, but then we got all these great content of comics and movies and TV things that came out on streaming services, uh, things that were digital, because that became a, a new avenue for people to embrace even more. So let's get the the elephant out of the room, um, because we're all black. Let's talk about Lovecraft Country. Yeah, this was that treat that we needed at that time. It came out at the perfect time, oddly enough. Yeah, seriously. With everything so, that's been going I'm on. I'm actually going to just admit that I haven't seen it yet. And Big I haven't facts. Yet. Me too. I have so, not. Okay. I haven't. <laughs> like you turn around. Max right now. But I, I'm going to try and get it for Wonder Woman because you guys know how I feel about Wonder Woman. So, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was also well, very scared. About it I'm going to watch it anyway. There's so much stuff out there to watch that if there's what is it one thing <laughs> there are many things that i haven't seen that everybody goes on every week to say hey have you seen it i'm like no 
I haven't. Okay, well, look, since we're admitting things that we haven't watched, okay, so the one thing that I haven't watched yet, and we can go back to Lovecraft after, is The Wire. Oh, I haven't either. I oh, haven't The Wire. Oh. Are we yeah. truly black? No, <laughs> you won't get killed on that. I haven't. <laughs> It's not on HBO Max. Okay. That's what I keep telling people. It's all on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I've I've seen like one episode and it was really good. I just never went back to yeah. watch it. It's like, like it doesn't like it doesn't like have you come back. Exactly. Like, like not, not not like Lovecraft. No, not like Lovecraft. It's not that, like Lovecraft. That, <laughs> once that once that came in, it was just like, yo, look, come here, come here. <laughs> that that first episode that first episode hit so hard. Like people, like I, I know, I know people had to go back and watch it. Like I watched it maybe three times because I was like, let me just get into what's there. What's right. That was so good that I actually was interested in their podcast, which is rare for me. Mm. Like I'm super yeah. picky with podcasts. Shout out. only Shout out. a select few that I actually listen to. Mm. Um, <laughs> You too, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> so it was like when I saw, I'm just like, yo, let me check this out. I'm like, wow, it was really good. We all, um, like, it, it was just such a crazy and the mix of the horror, uh, mm-hmm. the sci-fi aspect. Yes, yes. Um, wrapping, yes, Afro-Futurism. wrapping that into his, along with history. Yes. Yeah. And that feeling that we all had, and it was a cathartic kind of. <sighs> well, there. I mean, <clears throat> so the fact, first of all, I'm very proud that the show was filmed down here in Georgia, and oh, uh, for us, yeah, <clears throat> for us, it's another example of Georgia becoming like the Hollywood of the South, um, unless the conservatives down here mess it up. Um, yeah. And you know. I, and Afua Richardson's connection to the oh. to the work and yeah. many like actors and stunt doubles and you know stagehands and everybody who Atlanta based people or Georgia based folks, I was proud as heck of everybody. Yeah. But from a creative perspective and as a fan, um, this is the stuff that Antonio, you know, every one of us knows has existed with. Um, certain writers and artists and comic book writers and like we continue to tell our stories in these speculative fiction places while the lar- like larger america when they get some a hold of something like this novel um which i know a lot of people are going to say was written by a, a white guy but the creative forces in that writer's room it was black as heck <laughs> you could tell that yeah. it was black so, <laughs> These are the stories that we have continued to see in indie and in and, and some forms of you know places with mainstream that are being told. But when you see it kind of brought to life, it becomes very it's it's beautiful. Like that first episode, um the monsters didn't show up until like I'm sorry, spoilers, until like twenty minutes until the end. And but the true monsters in that thank you, thank you. We could all relate, we could, I mean people older to us could relate to that, you know, that amount of hate and racism and spite and vitriol. And even now that with their stuff that we could relate to now, but it was just that snapshot of, you know, people kept asking, I'm sorry, we, we weren't asking, but other folks were like sundown sound towns. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, 
It's not just I'm in the so South. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, it's just it's not just in the South because there are places in the Midwest and Middle America and California and upper in the Northeast where you don't want to get caught because you are anything except a hetero white person. <laughs> you know, so yeah. let's just mm-hmm. be straight. Right, what, um, what they so, used to call them wasps. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you and if you watch that first episode the supernatural elements of that whole thing outside of the opening sequence are kept to a minimum until they hit that, you know, the whole, you know, wrap up the whole, you know, thing with the sheriffs and stuff and the, and whatever. So that set the vibe for that entire series for me. And I loved it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, shout out to Misha Green first. Yes. Second, Jordan Peele, and then third, JJ Abrams, because everybody kept referring to that as a Jordan Peele show. And I was just like, no, that's not, not that is not his, you know, first and mm-hmm. foremost. He is not the showrunner. Misha Green is, and go back and do your homework and watch Underground. So, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, that, oh, he yeah. went that, yeah. that, that I mean, was the same thing. So, yeah, like yeah. that was our first time, like Underground, which I think mm-hmm. still might be on Hulu. It is. It yeah. is, yeah. And it's two seasons, I want to say. Yeah, two seasons. Um, Another yeah. thing, my Hulu, uh, List to watch. Thank you. Yeah, I have to watch yeah. that too. Yeah. We will be giving a um, a compendium later of things to watch, <laughs> things to read, yeah. and things to eat. Obviously, so <laughs> to, go, to go along with your watches and your reads. Um, um, I just want to like, like, say like real quick, Carlo, mm-hmm. my man, DS Nine. Oh, <laughs> I told I mean, you. I'm so sad that like because I watched it when I was younger, but. The way the TV shows were back then, where it wasn't real consistent with their episodes, yeah. they'll play one episode and then they'll play another episode that's way that happened way later and all yeah. of that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I didn't finish it yet, but I'm like, yeah, this is super underrated. Like, why is nobody really talking it's, about DS9? It's like, I'm on look, 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 DS9 is like that all time, and yeah. you know which one is also like that, Discovery. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. the one I'm leading. Discovery, up. Discovery yeah. is is in the same tone as DS Nine. Super yeah. underrated. Yeah. Super like you know, but DS Nine, you're that's going to, to. I just can't wait until you get to the literally the last episode, so we can talk about yeah, one I, thing I, that I, I always cry. <laughs> Yeah, you might, you might, you might, because I it, mean, I kind of did the next generation, on. and I didn't even see all the, the next gen movies, but um, because Hulu had them at one point, and then they just took all of them off, so yeah. I was only able to see one of the next gen movies. But it's the same thing with Generation Two, where again, when I was younger, they only played a couple of episodes, and that with Voyager Two, they never played the whole thing. So I'm happy that I'm able to see everything, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. For some reason, DS9, I remember watching the series mm-hmm. and then I never saw it in like syndication or in reruns. But yeah, I but saw that's right. like all it's the like, other ones a lot. Yeah, like you missed yeah. out so much. And I'm watching, I think I'm about to hit season five. And the Dominion War. Oh, and yeah. like so good. many Ooh. issues yeah. into like mm-hmm. the life where mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. happened back then, but it's still prevalent today. So it's like, this, no. this whole show is well, look, look, look. The Dominion War, just a little mm-hmm. spoiler, the Dominion War, I want to say, 
is almost like what's going on right now with D2. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, that's why I feel like it's a little underrated because these are issues that, you know, yeah, so wasn't really talking about back then like that to that extent in such a creative manner. Yep. You know, it's like, okay, what happened if we're in space? We're still going to have the same issues. That's what's going to happen when we start traveling to space. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing thing I'll say about the Dominion is white lines. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) When you finish finish the series, uh, watch the documentary. Um, Yeah, definitely. I know they have one. Check it out. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually reading a omnibus of novels which pick up immediately after the last episode. Um, so they get more into Bajor joining joining the Federation, the right, aftermath yeah. of the Dominion War, and nice. you know, DS9 was ahead of its time and just as much as people hate apparently the Star Trek fans hate Discovery, that's how DS9 was treated. Um when yeah, the show really? they, they hate Discovery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't pay like a lot of attention to it, but a you lot know, of people folks better get on board. Yeah, no. yeah a lot of people. Do you, but do you notice the hate, and huh. then you see the main character? Do you guys ever like? Do you guys notice that? Yeah, you got the hate for DS Nine. Then you see the main character, the main commander that became captain. And yeah. then Discovery, I don't know the story mm-hmm. of Discovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then if you're you going to say it like that, then when you get to the end of DS9, we're going to have this discussion again. Yeah, yeah. we need we need this discussion because it's like, I noticed I like, that me that it was a lot of hate and it was underrated and stuff. I'm like, well, kind of look at who's the main character. Like, who is the main man running things? Mm-hmm. And he he's, a, he's an awesome man. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> beautiful yeah. man. They're yeah, okay with Jim like, Kirk, right? But yeah, I remember Benjamin him from Kirk. back in the day with from, from Spencer for Hire, man. He was mm-hmm. he was that guy. He was as Hulk, a kid, man, as, as, as a kid, Hulk. he looked at him. He was like, Yo, this is who I want to be. Like just yeah. cool, just straight <laughs> up like everything, just like mm. Yeah, because his acting is such grace. It's like even mm-hmm. in the first episode, swagger, yeah, like, like intelligence he carries himself. Mm-hmm. Only he yeah. could punch Q in the mouth, and he was like, "Yeah, I ain't coming back no more." I he never came back. <laughs> Q. Q was like, oh, said, "Let me let me go deal yeah, with uh, Jane." Yeah, let me go back to Picard. Let me go totally. Yeah, right. Picard like, wouldn't do that. Jane, where are you? But he, he wasn't happy. He was like, "Yo, it's like I'm done." Yeah. Lovecraft Country changed a lot of of our thought process, and hopefully, I'm really hoping that it inspired some others who were like looking to maybe get into writing or acting, what have you inspired him. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing the actors that were on Lovecraft spinning off into other things and more genre work. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be seeing them in the well, next, you know, year. who's going to be King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, they all are in these big projects now. And I love that. I love how that was such a great uh, uh, vehicle for them. And something that you can go back and watch, and it'll still like you could go back a year later and watch it and go, damn. And I recommend watching that along with Watchmen. Watch them together. Yes. Oh yeah. That I'll is another that. one I haven't seen yet. Because I have to keep watching that. Haven't, man. Oh, look, 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 bro. look, look. 2020 has been real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've only seen the first episode. Like, like right good. now, this is uh, this is like, you know, oh, knock on wood that nothing because like, you know. 
The wife alone has been in the hospital like five times, six mm. times this year. Mm. Um, and like I said, we started off with burying her mom. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a ten. It's it, it's ten episodes, also, right? Well, right? I want to say it's nine, nine, nine or ten. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah, nine. That's right. That's right. And it, okay. you'll watch that for the first episode, and you'll automatically mm-hmm. get caught up into the second. By the mm-hmm. time you know it, you've watched about three or four. Mm-hmm. The way it's it's, I want to say that um, Lovecraft Country is like the spiritual successor to Watchmen. Not in storyline, yeah. obviously they're not con- they're not connected like that. But the fact that you're getting this continuation in Watchmen, you're getting the lead character mm-hmm. is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say a sanctioned vigilante, if that is even possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, because just the term vigilante alone just means it's not really. And then in this next story, you're getting these black characters doing fantastic, amazing things, and you're getting this incredible uh, black female quote unquote lead. Because at a certain point, you start seeing how it works and just awesome. So I, I want to say it is kind of like a spiritual successor because you are getting, again, representation. You're getting. Uh, great story. The whole vibe is just, it, yeah. But but watch, watch Watchmen, then watch uh, Lovecraft Country, then watch them like episode for episode, and just mm-hmm. just dive into it. It's great. Um, what are some other stuff that hit y'all as far as 2020? Like stuff that was like, oh snap, this is really hot. Like throw out a series, a movie, a book, a song, even hell, a game. <laughs> that um. I was gonna kind of double dutch in with video games, um, hey. which is weird because yeah, I'm a ca- I'm a, I'm a casual gamer, but um, this year there were three games specifically, and I'll and I'll make it quick um, that I think kind of got me through <laughs> the uh, the pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one, shout out to my childhood, shout out to Saturday mornings, um, waking up, running this game with my brother. <laughs> Streets, oh, of yes. oh, Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. Yes. So this, I like how me and Jerry yes. were like, oh, yeah. 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 You got the new yeah. one. It, yeah, the new one. The the thing Does that die. for that, and like I said, I'll, I'll try to make this quick. Streets of Rage 4 have been something I've been looking forward to since it was announced. And yes. I think it was like a couple yes. of years. But when that, came, when that game came out, it just kind of took me back to when things were a little bit were simpler, you know, yeah, or, or, or just fun. Um, so that, you know, I know that there are cr- kind of criticisms of the of the game. And like I said, I'm not a big game gamer head, so maybe there are things that I'm missing. The only thing I wish that they would, would release would be downloadable characters for the villains or for the bad guys, and then also um, co- online co-op for up to four people. Those are yeah, the only that would have been, that been yeah. the choice. But, but that took me back and the the animation, the backgrounds, uh, the background scenes the and art is beautiful. The art, that, that's what I was going to get to because the music is so like there's a composer with those original three that his work is so like well-known within video gaming circles. It's nostalgia. Um, it's nostalgia. It's for nostalgia. Them to, yeah, for them to even kind of touch that, I felt was going to be very kind of daunting, but I felt it worked. So yeah, so Streets of Rage 4 was like 
the game part one of the games that got me through uh, 2020. Um, the constant updates of World War Z, because oh. when when we started having um, the government kind of pushing this whole idea of like, do not go out, don't be stupid, don't go outside, don't just just stay at, <coughs> at home. Um, world, the developers behind World War Z made the game free through Epic. And a lot of my friends downloaded that game, and we have a squad now called Squad Z, where we just play online, and it's cross-platform. So that's another huge thing. That's another huge um, kind of thing that was tied into the pandemic, which was gaming-related. And lastly, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky actually received the the game award, the best improved game um, game uh, uh, award for um, 2020 because um, apparently it just had a lot of problems. But as a Star Trek fan who loves space exploration, being able to just use like a bunch of, just being able to explore was very kind of, it allowed my mind to just kind of get away from the BS that was life <laughs> and just go to alien worlds and just and, and uh, just do other otherworldly things. So those are the three things that kind of COVID related video games that kind of got me through uh, through the year. So those are, and, but those fly so far under people's radars. I, you know, I, I hate it. Everybody's like cyberpunk 77 and I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I like, I love it. But, but these are games that actually mentally <laughs> helped me to kind of deal. So those, that, those are my like top three for this year. Cyberpunk was such a letdown. Such a letdown. I ain't get that. So, <laughs> video games. I, 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 I would say. I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's Robert, me too, for sure. Well, they had a recent update, didn't they? For um, I'm trying to remember the update that was for Destiny Two recently. Oh, um, they yeah, for the dawning. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Um. It just left my mind for a minute. But yeah, it has a new expansion and it has like different events going on. Right now it's a Christmas event. Oh yeah, beyond oh, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. that they do something for Halloween and, and, and for Christmas. I forgot yeah. About yeah, yeah, I not, yeah that's why I like Destiny. They 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 incorporate real world things into it in a way that mm -hmm. it's playable for everybody. You know, oh, it, yeah. it it yeah. it 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 gives you the elements, but it doesn't definitively say, "Oh, Christmas or Hanukkah yeah. or you know." It's but it, it allows it allows everybody to just be able to just take what they want from it, and that's right. one of the biggest reasons why that Destiny for me has definitely been a, a pandemic uh, savior for me on in terms of mm -hmm. video games. Now we have we we have a famous gamer in the room. So, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna look. Um, Joy, <laughs> but yeah, what? that 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 one right there, her, her right there, that ninja. That oh, ninja. the famous yeah. one of I'm us. Pointing, I'm pointing right. I'm pointing the right way. Right. <laughs> How yep. am I famous though? Like yeah, that one. Right, wait, wait, right I mean, you're doing, you're doing sponsored streams, aren't you? I mean, last time I checked, you're the one who sponsored yeah. them. Last I mean, time, yeah, exactly. you're the one that, um, yeah. the, you know, PlayStation actually knows exists. So, I mean, I'm just, not trying to put nobody on the spot, but I'm saying, Joy, yes, um, <laughs> yes. Um, what games were hitting you for like 2020? Like, what games were like the ones that got you through and like made you happy? and and enjoy playing 
So um, the beginning of the pandemic was Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Um, Shanae was all up in that ass with that game. She was like, look, (laughs) you need to do this. And I was like, okay. So then we we totally, Bibi and I were playing it. Um, I kept paying for it because I was like, I I want to be in this. But I've taken a step back from it. Um, I'm using Final Fantasy XIV, or I was using it to like, play while i was editing podcasts and then yeah. i stopped editing podcasts so i i want to get back in it um i guess in the middle of the pandemic season uh i was playing stuff on um on, on twitch and one of the games that i really enjoyed was uh medieval medieval that was something from childhood too that they they remade oh my God. yeah like it's so dope I had people like cheering me on and like helping me Yo. figure out medieval. You know it, it's me what? Which one? Battle Toads. That oh. came back. Yeah, that's right. It yeah. came back. That, that came yeah, back. Sure did come back. Ain't it crazy? I like, I like having fun. <laughs> see, see, I know why. I know why Antonio. I know. I know why Antonio was doing that because see, <laughs> Battle Toads is one of those. Okay. <laughs> And, and and it's funny because I actually read this article last year and I was just like, huh, look at that. Like, I didn't realize it. One of the reasons why people either love or hate Battletoads is for the, it's, it's it legitimately has been classified one of the hardest video games mm-hmm. ever made. Yeah. And I, and I didn't know that because I remember as a little kid, me, Antonio, Osato, Moses playing it. We beat it. We beat the Game Boy version of it. We beat the Nintendo version of it. And we were just like, okay. And then to hear years later that it was like legitimately the hardest. Like on some of the lists, it's actually the hardest, number one hardest video game ever. (laughs) See, for me, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the button mashing. It was like it was like Battletoads and Contra. Put me in front of that. I would stay there for hours, and then like my son, when when the new Battletoads came, I got it, and I was exposing him to that and Streets of Rage, and he's like, "Okay, hold up, Daddy, can we just you know you know put this on pause?" And we um, I'm like, um, there is no safe state. Ah, yeah. He looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" your age if you wanted to beat the game you set your ass down and you played until like, you beat the game yeah, and if you yeah. if you look either mm-hmm. you finagled away and you turned off the tv and made sure the console stayed on or <laughs> yes. your butt was staying yeah. there how many hours it took it was what you was going to do yep Mega Man 3. I exposed my son to Mega Man X on his Switch. And he looked at me and he's like, You beat this game? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. How? I'm like, Exactly. Mega Man was just one of those such a fun game. You know what game used to kill me was Ninja Gaiden. Oh, Oh, I was not playing that. No, thank you. Everybody. Everybody. Shinobi. And Shinobi. No, wasn't playing that either. Mind you, mind you guys, this is all before the Dark Souls series. 
Oh, oh, no. No. I ain't touching that either. Because a lot of people are saying that, that those those games are hard. And I have a friend that is a big mm. fan of that whole series, and he beats it like it's nothing. Because it's all yeah. patience. It's all patience. It's not really that hard if you're like super patient and you see what the enemies are doing. So, no. you, know, <laughs> so you, you guys really want to complain. This is okay. a list of games back in the day. <laughs> All I know is that when I saw that list of like the legitly hardest games ever made and how they were spanning from it wasn't even it wasn't even by console. It was just legit just the hardest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them was the old school classics that I did beat. So I looked at my son, I'm like, okay, look, you want to talk to me? Beat these games and then we can talk. Oh my god. I would have rather done uh taxes at the age of five. Wow. With, <laughs> with no Texas instrument and a um, oh, a quill and an ink bank. You know when I was a kid how I was, Primo. Okay. You put me in front of a video game, I just got it was like I was looking at the matrix and I just <laughs> that was it. It was just like, okay, I got it. Leave me alone. Never. <laughs> no. 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 Um, but like, in, but like right now, currently, I am playing Miles Morales, and I love it. I yeah. knew you'd love it. I knew it. I mean, because I just beat so the regular. Fun. I just beat the regular Spider-Man because mm-hmm. I put that off for like a year. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> once I just got out of that, I was like, all right, let me finally say that I'm playing Miles Morales, and then I did, and I'm seeing so much of the game. Like, it's amazing. There's this so much inclusion. There's so much diversity. His mother is speaking, like, Spanglish. It's just, like, it's fantastic. It's funny because when I played it, and I was having such a ball with it, I was thinking of y'all. I was thinking of you and Antonio, and I was like, I wonder, and, and my partner, because my partner is Dominican. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I wonder how they will react to this type of game, where it's like you know, there's a lot of different languages being spoken. It feels mm-hmm. more authentic. It feel it feels like New York. It, it does up in Harlem. So, so like, you know, Harlem is like that mecca where everything is kind of happening all at once. So all that, all like the rich culture of everything happening all at once in Harlem. So I was like, I wonder how they will react. So once you finally played it, I'm like, I want to see her oh, reaction. Her. <laughs> oh yeah. The only thing that I I was like minorly like about was uh the tweaks because i i just did a um uh what is it like an instagram post and the amount of tweakage that i saw the first time playing it Mm -hmm. like i punched this black girl in the face she got stuck in the bushes and she's just hanging there like a Halloween ornament. Like, wow! This is what happened to you. Get a screenshot. Tell me, you got a screenshot. I no, I have the. Video. I'm gonna post it on Instagram, and I'm just gonna be like, when I'm done with the game, I'm gonna. I can just send it to y'all early, whatever. But um, yeah. I'm just like, what is this? Like the the amount of bugs and tweaks, but overall, the mm-hmm. missions. I just did the whole bodega cat thing. Wait, the bodega cat? I'm trying to think. That's where you have to save the bodega cat. Yeah, yeah. Stole the cat, and the bodega guy is like, someone stole my cat. Great New York City, right there. Yeah, like, and then the cat speaks the essence of Spider Man. Like, he's a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. He's helping out the little guys. He's not just being like bodega cat guys, but he's helping his literal neighbors, you know? That was He also says that I'm. Like he's our, yeah. Like like yes. in the scene that 
you, you like like towards the end, like there's a part where he says, like one of the guys says, he's our Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yes, the and emphasis. That, the, yeah, the our. emphasis. Yeah, because you could tell that that was all caps. Yeah, like, you knew that our. was all caps. Mm-hmm. The, the game, the story is much better. It mm-hmm. flows better, and you are right. It does have a lot of inclusion from the Spanglish to the sign language. Yeah, yeah, love yes. that. Loving yeah, that. I love that mm-hmm. part. Yeah. To having, um, the the big bad of the game being, ah! not just ah! a man like that, but but. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, I was like, no, I did no, not no, finish. No, no, no. The big bad is so good, and the, 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 like, the, oh, my ears. the ending is so good. The the ending yeah. is like. Like there's Great. a reason, there's a reason, exactly. and you kind of feel you feel where that person's coming from. Yeah, the, the story was written so well, and you feel like you're a part of it. Like this one really, mm-hmm. does, and but at the core of it, it really is family. Family is the core of of that game, and the way it's done. There were a, a couple of bugs that did get me. Like there was one where, for some reason, my spider sense wouldn't work. What? Yeah, it happened for me. Like some yeah. of the gadgets weren't there yeah. that I already had. Yeah. Yeah. But they were working it fine. So yeah, I mean it works fine, everything. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that you're able, like it's not just random missions, but you're able to actually go to like like um like like look on your phone and see like who needs help. Yeah. Like when to go, like where to go. The game is very well done. The suits are oh, this this Yes. I, the best thing about Spider Man games is you were able to change them too. And <laughs> I know which suit was my favorite. I'm not going to say because Joy hasn't gotten all the suits. Yeah, not yet. But when you see the suit, I'm sure you'll go, that's his favorite suit. Oh, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not going to say which one. Yeah. And it's just so, like, if you see, see the way I dress and the way I did, you'll know, mm-hmm. okay, that's the suit that he likes. Yeah. That's but yeah. I, I thought of you when I got one of the suits, too, Antonio. Yeah. I was like, yeah, homeboy will like this. <laughs> I, I felt like I had to compete because I saw that you got the neighborhood suit, and I was like, oh, what? I was like, what? <laughs> Let's she, do this. She out of the streets fresh to death, and I'm over here with ready. like the homemade suit, like the suit that I'm always fresh to death. Got it. You better tell him. <laughs> you better tell him. Inform him. <laughs> I'm a Williams. We don't back down from that. Big facts. Williams tribe up in here. <laughs> Lord. Let me get my let me get my edges back. I'm just I'm, 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 let me get my edges back. Damn. Oh my god. Um, this whole time I, just look, I look at my Xbox and I'm like, oh, it must be nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I really I really want to play the game. It's um is it on PS4 or is it just PS5 exclusive? PS4. 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 Okay, so yes. I don't know, like, maybe I'm not we... getting PS5 anytime soon. So yeah. that was that was the, the best thing about the pandemic was the fact that I can get Spider-Man Miles Morales for less than fifty dollars, I was like, "What oh, the yeah. hell?" Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. This is real. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had, I had to know. double take. I had to get yeah. out of the PlayStation Store and back into it just to make sure I saw it. That's because you know Sony be be, be doing y'all dirty, man. Yeah, Sony, Sony be yeah. dirty. I mean, they once they once they caught a hold of that um, that intellectual property, the whole mm-hmm. world, they mm-hmm. weren't letting it go, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and, and and I got I've gotten used to exclusives because I there 
I really would like to get a PS4 um, for mm. things like Naughty Dog games from the storytelling aspect. Oh yeah, like as a writer, oh, yeah. like that that fascinates me. You know, they're all the games that they put out. Mm. But then when I heard about Spider Man, you know, the the first one, I was just like, well, dang it, there's another reason to get the system. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like Xbox is just kind of it's just kind of seeped into my blood. I think the next system we're going to get in uh, my wife and I are, is going to be a Switch. You know, oh, so, yeah. oh, you should definitely get this one. It is yeah. damn fun. Oh my god! What yeah, are the we'll What are the games like we just fun. What are the games we just recently got? Because I'm definitely I'm a Sony I'm a PlayStation disciple all day. Yeah. I'm yeah, in, she in is. my house. Yeah. I was yeah. Sony I was, is her temple. Sony. It was Sega. And then yes. Sony. So, yes. Sony. I, I, I take credit for the Sega part. That's all was, him. That's all me. I was that is all Sonic him. the Hedgehog and all that crap back then. Yes. yes. So that's why I'm like. From your I'm sorry. Ultra Man. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. <laughs> the latest, the latest game that we axe. played. The yeah. latest game that we played on Switch is something called Moving Out. And it's okay. a Team 17 okay. game. And I'm not yeah. like. I'm not like, oh, it's the Switch. But that got me into, like, I should play the Switch more. You know, yeah, like, no. it's, you know, but yeah, a no. Golden Axe, really all those things. Switch yeah. games. Space Act Carrier. Yes. All Hyper these Light Drifter. Hyper Light Drifter? Okay. Hyper Light Drifter on Switch. It is, it is, on, it is, it is an indie game that started out on the PC on Steam and then mm. it, it caught momentum and it got on Xbox and then it caught even more momentum and it's on Switch now. And it got even more momentum to the point that it, even freaking Apple Store has it. It is a phenomenal indie game. No. It's phenomenal. Searching right now. Carlo, we got coming out with these indie games for the Switch I didn't even know about. So phenomenal! It's like it's like taking old school <laughs> Zelda, mm -hmm. giving it just a little bit of of modern day refinement in terms of graphics, mm. and then make it a silent movie because there is no Ooh. text, but nice. the story evolves because of the music. Oh, that's me all day! I love music games. Ooh, yeah. It has it has enough of like. Of the background music with what you're seeing with what you're controlling and then yeah it's very cryptic but at the same time it's it gives you enough to keep on playing and it's like what's going on mm. if you and, and and it reminds me like if zelda the first zelda for nintendo if that never came out mm -hmm. and this this would have been the zelda Okay. Mm, wow. Okay. Because now, oh. even with that, they like this guy, and, and kudos to him because who, the, the developer of the guy, the, the developer of, of the game, um, Alex, I forgot Preston, I just found yes, it. Alex yeah, Preston. Preston. So yeah. he has a heart defect that was can kill him at any time. Mm. And in the game, he incorporates that. And you'll see how, and it's awesome. And ah. he even play, like even wow. like even the name of his company, he plays everything into the heart, literally. That's wow, that's cool. So oh this God. is going to also be on the compendium. Like I said, there's going to be a list yes, of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. so let's jump to movies. Jingle jangle. Weird. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so weird because we didn't have yeah. movies and movie theaters less in, in essence, but yeah. we still did have uh movies at home on streaming service, what have you. Um Joy just shouted out Jingle Jangle. I haven't seen it yet. Good movie. Ah, it's so very good. Good. last weekend. It's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Had me crying. See, that's the thing that gets me is like, <laughs> I want to see movies like that, but then when you talk about that, it's going to have you crying. I'm like, I don't want to do all that. No. I'm in a good way. That. No, 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 no. I mean, it's very good. I'm going to be on my soapbox right now. I'm going to be in my feelings for a second because, look, when this pandemic and all this 2020 nonsense and the anger and the cops and all this stuff, I am looking to watch something that's either going to make me think or is going to make me laugh. I don't want to cry no more. Hey, I'm sorry. But you can that nonsense. But you can yeah. think about the laughing while you're crying mm. from yeah. the laughter. Put it this way. You'd be laughing just more like, than just like Just like how Battletoads yeah. is a hard no for you right now, it's like, mm-mm. I can't do like, like I have, I used to watch like Station 19 and mm-hmm. Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. I can't watch any of those shows right now. I can't. No. Not, even, not even, not even um, Law and Order SVU. I can't, like the current no. I can't because they're all, and I get it. They're, they're reflecting what's going on right now. But basically, I'm, it's reminding you too much of what's I'm, happening. I'm, 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 Jingle jangle like that. I'm out. Then you got Jingle Jangle, who is you know this heartwarming story. With some, you know, you know, with all this, you know, lovey dovey and family. This and then it's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, look, I can't. I can't. But it's a good. Oh. You be laughing. You be laughing. Forrest Whitaker is in it. Yeah. You know, New York ass. That other end of the spectrum. We we need that. Well, if you still side. want a cop show to watch, uh, if you still need a cop show to watch in your life, watch Walker Texas Ranger. We had a very difficult time watching Chicago PD. Um, you know, he was they were good about just kicking in black and brown people's doors and saying, uh, yeah, you know, the drugs and just spent anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. no, 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 actually, you know, no, because of that, because yeah. of things like that, it actually, on a positive note, it forced me to make a Plex server. Mm. So I have like Joy has all- the best expressions in history. Her face tells a story that we never described. Okay, I love so that. Joy Plex, just imagine my own personal Netflix. Ew. Okay. And what I have on that right now, I have like, and I'm not kidding, I have every season of all the Transformer cartoons, both the American oh. and the Japanese. I have every episode of Doctor Who from its inception to the. Last how much, doctor. How much it costs to get on your server, bro? I'll give you some money. I'll throw some money at it. I'll throw some money to get access to that. Like, like pretty much I've made a collection of stuff that is not 
on Hulu, not on Netflix, mm-hmm. stuff that I like. Mm. And it's like I got I got like old school stuff like all of Airwolf. Remember that guys? Airwolf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Night Rider. I got Transformers on that. I got like some mm-hmm. movies like Caroline on it. Pacific Rim. Like it's a whole oh. mix. Wait, one or two? Both. Oh, of course. Why would you yeah. even say? <laughs> you take two off of that. there's still black excellence in that. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm. It's it's definitely not as good as the first one. It's um, not as good as the first, but but yeah, it's not as good as the first one. But Boyega, when he gives his little impassioned speech and and <laughs> and he's leading the crew, I'm like, man, I'm black and I want to f some stuff up. Anyways, um, but <laughs> let me before I forget the um the movies that I was thinking about, it, it, they were all Netflix. So Jingle Jangle was at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Extraction. Um, yes. the old guard because I'm a fan of the comic book um, and the creative team behind that but then also it's just but outside of that it's weird most of my watching this year like visual stuff was TV so those yeah. are like the top three but Jingle Jangle kind of came out of left field and because there is a smaller movement in uh, novels more so. There's steampunk, but then there's also steam funk. And um, Ooh, yeah, one of the yeah funk. one of the biggest writers. I don't know about that. Guy named Milton Davis. And when I looked at the world of um, Jingle Jangle, outside of it just being a, like a heartwarming Christmas movie with black and brown people at the forefront, um, or just everybody at the forefront, um, the the steam funk aesthetic of it. Was was also great to see. So because yes. I'm like I said with reading novels where there are whole worlds like this, that that was cool. And I think the guy who created it, he had that idea like seven years plus ago. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like years. So it kind of gave me hope as a creator that, I mean, hey, it may not be immediate. <laughs> so, but <laughs> yeah, but Jingle Jangle was something I think everybody including us needs to see i wanted us to break oh no there was one other canvas canvas, oh, canvas. Oh. Yes. Canvas. i haven't heard of that one really minute, man it's canvas short it's good yeah. and, and it's it's like a little pixar short the, and then there was another one about a school shooting which oh. my wife showed me and that if you watch canvas and that back to back you need a, you're going to need at least a couple minutes because those were heavy. But the animation, I, I need Americans to stop looking at animation as just being kitty. Like these are, yeah. it's a yeah. beautiful form. Um, but Canvas, those were the other two. And I can't remember the one on Netflix about food shootings, but I'm sorry. Shout out to Netflix because they keep they killing it. Yeah, yeah, they keep bringing it. They're I really mean, doing a lot. Yeah, and even with Jingle Jangle, they have like Felicia Rashad is in it. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Annika Nani Rose, like really? Yes, mm-hmm. like they're uh, in her no, I'm gonna have to say it. They're singing. Uh, like, it's beautiful. Uh, the only thing like, I want to point out that when you see their fashions, and I, yeah. I kind of like looked at it, like when I was really like my partner, I was just watching it, and I was getting so giddy. I'm like, oh my god, I just just seen it. Like the dresses that they have is a lot of African patterns. Yes. A lot of Victorian era type of dresses, mm-hmm. but African patterns in a way that it was so elegant in how everything was kind of color coordinated mm-hmm. with those patterns. And I'm like, everybody's wearing it, whether they were white, brown, black, mm-hmm. all walks of life on that cast. 
they look gorgeous in it. it like the suits the dresses everything was beautiful beautifully done and the shine out star for me of that movie was i mean obviously the little girl because i love yeah. her all day i'm a big fan but like yeah. the star that i didn't think the person i thought i was gonna not like i actually loved and the person who i thought i would like i did not care for the person who shined for me was keegan michael key yeah yeah, yeah. that motherfucker yeah. can sing like he can yeah. actually sing and yeah. it's funny it's underrated good. underrated underrated and i just saw Man, him I, in, um, I saw him in uh the prom just like recently mm -hmm. i watched the prom he sings in that with meryl streep i'm just like look at him living his best life but yeah the person i did not care for that i was just like oh why is he here is a uh, Forrest Whitaker, like respectfully, wow. did yeah. not care for his like New York accent when he was talking. I was just like, <laughs> "My name is Geronicus." I'm like, "Bro, can you just like chill?" Well, the, the, I think I think the best part with his scenes is um I forgot the actress's name, but the post worker, she was so thirsty. Love her, love her. Queen, she was, was amazing. Funny. She was all she, up she was really thirsty. My partner and I was like, "Damn." Yeah, she's like yeah. super thirsty right now. <laughs> he was throwing that boom boom. She was like, "Look, can you just please just catch this drunk everywhere? Like, catch wow. the it was hardcore. It was super hardcore. We were cracking yeah. up throughout well, the, the better thing. the better Mr. show. Michael. The better show that you should be watching for Forrest Whitaker is Godfather of Harlem. If you haven't seen that, oh, yeah. I have not seen it. I wanted, yeah. That, that show is wild. amazing. I like <laughs> that to see show him. is amazing. Cause no. I'm still with the Black Penta. Like I'm still with him on that. Yeah, but mm -hmm. this My one, I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe Carlo can find that for you on his uh, Plex server. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, 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 it's, it's a show. It's a show called Godfather of Harlem with uh. Forrest oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, go to him, everybody, for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Give you a whole list. Hey, you're black about not streaming anywhere. Uh, it, it's, it's on, on Epics. It's on right? Epics, yeah. Oh, Epics. Yeah. Okay. I got that. Yeah. Hey, you're black creative. I think what about you, Michael? <laughs> I think the thing that did it for me was um, I was watching Star Trek. That's where mm -hmm. I really start off with. Oh, is, yeah. Um, yes. Next Generation. And then I'm on DS9 now. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my role is to go from there all the way up to Discovery and Picard. Um, I also been watching a lot of like Disney documentaries as well. Like my sister oh. mm -hmm. uh, got me into watching Imagineering, and I already oh, watched, it, yes. watched all of that. Imagineering, yeah, the Imagineering story. It's like yeah, watching it. How Disney got developed in their parks and stuff like that. Yeah, and oh, okay. I saw that, and I'm like, I want to become Imagineering. Imagineering. <laughs> 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 So you know, watching the documentaries and now watching uh, Marvel Six One Six, which is amazing. As a black comic book writer, let me just put my two cents in. That Dan Slot episode was problematic as fuck. I'm sorry. Which one? Because um, I only got to like season episode three. Okay, later on, it's basically a whole episode about how a Marvel writer will makes life difficult for artists because he never hits his deadlines and mm. as a black person trying to break again into the industry mm. um i'm just like must be nice mm, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah letting me know i didn't get up there yet yeah. but um i think 
I was watching Woke and I kind of felt off a little bit about like this cartoonist that was like he had a job and then he really saw his feelings on things because he was stopped by a police while I he was saw a commercial for that. Oh, yeah, wow. it was really good. Yeah. I kind of fell off because I was trying to like watch everything else that I already was watching. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. And then uh, I think my partner and I just finished watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is hilarious. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's really oh. funny. I've only watched three episodes. You know what show really tied me over for the pandemic? Believe it or not, is this is the first time I've actually seen it. The Office. So it was like I wanted to finish that first and then move on to something that's a little long. Because I know that those seasons are a bit long. It was was a show that I always wanted to see what it was about because I saw so many people, you know, make reference Mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. And then when I did, it's like I was like, "Mm, okay. But then it (laughs) it has a weird quality where it grew on me and it just sucked me in. I'm just like, I think that was the whole purpose of that show. It starts off really slow and then it kind of built that momentum. I think. to kind of go back to the gaming question real quick, and then we can like jump back. Uh, aside from the shows that I've been watching that's been holding me down during this whole pandemic, I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and um, and I haven't played Mortal Kombat since like nine. <laughs> X. But uh, it's amazing. I love all the characters I got now. Like all the DLC and everything is amazing. I see why people love Melina. Like super love her now. Um, I've been playing fourteen. Mm. Fourteen. I've been playing it for like five years, so that's that's nothing new. Um, my friend got me into Destiny, so Destiny kind of took over my life. <laughs> it will. It, it, um, it will. And, and for the first part of the pandemic, Animal Crossing kind of like oh, calmed yeah. my anxieties. A little oh, wow. bit. So uh, it's my first time playing Animal Crossing, and I just brought it to see what all the hoopla was about. And I was like, oh, this is really adorable. <laughs> and then I, you know, just kind of played it and I went to other things and then Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So those are the games that kind of helped me over. But right now is MK11, Final Fantasy 14, and Destiny 2. Those oh, are the main games. A little bit of Monster Hunter, too. Monster Hunter World. So oh, just any game I can play with my friends in, it's been really helpful. <laughs> mm. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> Michael. Yes, you're, sir. You're the cinema CEO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. What you want to know? Yeah, like just back to the movies now. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> when you're on the studio, what movies are hitting you? When you're like, <laughs> where you're like, this kid's got the moxie. This kid's going to be a star. This movie is it. Like what, especially in a... A time when we didn't have a movie theater per se. Mm. What movies were hit? What movies and, and what series were really hitting you? And what ones do you feel like made an impact on you passing time or just hitting you in, in a great sweet spot? Yeah, I mean, I'm unlike Robert, who probably primarily watches stuff on actual television. Um, I think it just the the pandemic just accelerated my, you know getting into streaming like i went out of my way to upgrade my internet service knowing that me and my wife were going to be home 
for an extended period of time just to be able to handle the load for as much stuff as we are streaming. So, um, I mean, first I got to talk about the stream that you, Antonio, recommended to me. And I watched it at the beginning of the pandemic and it was just kind of like surreal watching that show, knowing everything that was going on outside my window. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it it was just crazy. Like Uh to just see how, you know, a place like New York could be stricken with this and that was what vampire the, plague. The strain? Yeah. Yeah, the strain. That's another one I gotta see. Yeah, vampire plague and <clears throat> just to see like how you think in your head, if you're in an end of world scenario, how you think it will go down versus how it might actually go down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So um yeah, I mean, that show was really, really good. Like, and the only thing I hated about that show, and Antonio will tell you, because <laughs> I, I texted him out of the blue one day after watching an episode, is the kid in the show. I wanted yeah. the kid to die midway through. Uh, <laughs> I was Sounds like, like me. Uh, even though, you know, I, I am a proud dad and I love my kid, but no, yeah, um, <laughs> there are there there are some kids Bruh. in some of these like TV shows that you yeah. just want them to die like right now. Click, yeah. just, let me just go in, snap the neck, and we yeah. go oh, bro, pretty much. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? No, no, look, Mike feels that way about that, but I feel that way about yeah. the kids in that show called Evil. Uh, oh, oh, the daughter's sweet. The daughter's just I just like, no, hold up, look, look, line them up. One, two, three, four. That's it. Done. The weird thing about them is they do that Spielberg style of dialogue. If you ever watch his movies, mm. they they have scenes with the families where everybody's talking over each other. And mm-hmm. in Evil, they do that with yeah. the they do that with the girls a lot. Yes. Like, yeah. yes. oh my like this is how I, that. I mean, and I can, yeah, and I can see how it can be irritating. I mean, there are sometimes like in Goonies. I know it's not a Spielberg movie, but it's kind of that. I know he was a producer, and it's kind of that style. But when those kids talk. Mm-hmm. It irritates the. F- <laughs> as an adult, yeah, like they're 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 just being stupid kids, and I'm like, well, I'm a 38 year old adult, so <laughs> you know, you yeah. just want to take my Trinity Ghoul, be like, yo, look, hold yeah. up, hold this. Yeah. Like me, me and Joy are like right now. <laughs> no, I would have snap next. Like I would have like, next. I would have recast, like because the, the oh. Goonies kids irritate. Some of them irritate me. Um, but yeah, no, the girls from Evil. Evil was a surprise. Actually, oh, we started watching it. Yeah, I mean, like, I was like, wow, sure. Mike, Mike Holter can act? I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> oh, that's hey, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> the best thing, when the best thing about Luke Cage are your supporting actors. Um, yeah, but, but, okay, is that his fault, though? I don't know. I'm just sorry. Like, and then there was some problematic stuff that he said when he was at. Yeah, never mind. There's, there's um some of the people that we we we're rooting for with these TV shows, um have said and done some problematic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and they're appearing mm-hmm. all over the place. Anthony Mackie. Anyway, so oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm that? just saying, like, it just it, I don't know. I mean, people, people people seem to forget about some of the stuff that he's that people that these guys have said. Anyways, um. 
but evil was actually good. I was I was surprised um, with you know because I know he's he's like the lead of that. He's actually done a real good job. Um, yeah. One TV show because it's funny because like it seems like there are no movies that we can kind of pull up. I turned Antonio and Michael onto this Gangs of London. Ooh. Godfather meets the raid if you've seen the raid the guy the director and the and the writer behind the raid and raid 2 was just like okay let me just make a british crime drama and then add some of the most explosive and effective action scenes ever on tv like if you love the fight scenes from daredevil and you you want a kind of a TV equivalent of that where the the fight you know fighting gets down and dirty and bloody. Mm. This is this is a really good show to watch. Um, I was like um, so I was that's at like the top of my list because it was a it was a pleasant surprise. That fight came out of nowhere. Look, just to write down all the shows that I haven't watched already. Just yeah, yeah, seriously. You just added shows. like I thought I had a list of all the shows I haven't, and then <laughs> yeah. you just said no, hold up. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, we're, I'm, we're, I'm not done yet. Yeah, I, I am not done yet. I thought I, I thought that I was actually doing good during this pandemic. I'm like, nah. I'm getting up, I'm catching up on my list, it's going down, and you're like, Yeah, nope, hold that. Nope. Let me let me, let me let me continue talking Whoa. about like uh you know Chadwick, who we lost ah. way too soon. Yes, I'm not ready but, for that. I'm not but, ready for but that. But probably two of his finest performances came on Netflix movies. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's Uh, true. We're talking about the Five Bloods, which is if you guys haven't seen the Five Bloods, the Five Bloods is to me is Spike's homage to Apocalypse Now. Wow, yeah, you know what? In that vein of that kind of movie, Mm -hmm. and it listen, Chadwick is amazing in that movie too. But the mm-hmm. one that the one that I think and I'm I, I watched it last night and I wanna see it. I wanna see it. Ooh. I feel like yeah. he is going to win an award for this posthumously mm-hmm. is my rainy's black bottom. Yeah. Okay. okay. He that looks really is good. amazing in this film. Yeah. Like, amazing. I mean everybody's great in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> including mm-hmm. You know, including Viola Davis, who everything she's in is like a yeah. masterclass yeah. in acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, his role in particular is, I mean, I I don't see how he doesn't win for it. I, I honestly don't. Like, he's just, that good in the movie. I was just listening to Jill Scott's podcast, and her talking about this movie made yeah. me be like, okay, I have to watch that. Because yeah. I saw... Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. But I didn't think about how much it would affect me and affect mm-hmm. my culture. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, Chadwick's mm-hmm. in it? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. The movie's produced by Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I did not know it, that. Just, it's, it's, I don't know it's, it's everything that you've heard about Chadwick. Like, it's the, it's the, the guy who's who had the talent that other people, you know, who he admired, kind of noticed about him, right? Like, 
Denzel who sends him to school in Oxford to learn more about acting. Yes. The fact that uh, I think it was even Felicia Rashad who who immediately oh, no, she was the one who, and then told Denzel she, about him. Yeah, she yeah. was the one who told yeah. him to go call Denzel. And then I also read a story after he passed where um, he had known uh, he had known Angela Bassett way before they had acted together in Black Panther. He had like he was an mm. escort for her mm. during mm. Howard Homecoming or something yeah. like that. It, oh yeah, I, I forgot yeah, about that story. He, it's, yeah. he is Chadwick, connected truly. Like, Chadwick yeah. was God. one of those rare actors who yes, his career was short, but when you look at his career, you can't think of any other actor other than maybe, and, and again, that's where the inspiration comes from, right? Denzel Washington, right? That's had this go. kind of ability to play giants in I'm society. Just say this. He is mm-hmm. the only reason why I actually watched Gods of Egypt. Oh, I didn't right. see that one. I don't know. If you if you put it this way, if you don't know that movie, it's okay. <laughs> okay, it's okay. You 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 will understand. Well, I'm just gonna say, look, how you gonna have a movie called Gods of Egypt, right? And it's yeah. only one black guy. Like Ridley Scott was just. I think he he was just like it doesn't have to be historically accurate or some. Mm-hmm. It was Basically. some BS. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, sit, come on, man, just sit several seats right. now. But but okay, <laughs> as I said, he's that good of an actor that a movie like that I actually mm-hmm. saw. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. would argue that that's also been something that people said about Denzel Washington. Like mm. the movie could be crap around him. Yeah. You're going to see it for him, and yeah. he raises a movie that could be absolute garbage to decent. <laughs> Yes, training day could have been a bad episode of the shield and, oh. and he, yeah. lifts it, he lifts it up another problematic cop show if you mm-hmm. go back and watch it but yeah yeah no oh, if you're talking I, about that man on fire yeah, man. I love it too, but it's yeah. because of Denzel. It was, what, yeah. What it was, I gotta I, tell I'm you, Carlo. Tony Scott. I gotta so tell Tony, you, Carlo. Tony Scott is my, that's true. That's true. Visually it's, speaking, it's, like it's, he's that's he's true, one of those Robert. things. That's true, yeah. Robert. It's a great movie because of Tony Scott. But when you think about Man on Fire, the original Man on Fire is nothing like the Denzel Washington movie. No, no, no. no. I wish you had more time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's my favorite part. I remember when that movie came out and I saw that and I wasn't even married yet. I didn't have kids, so I didn't know what it felt like to be a parent. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that, I looked Mm -hmm. at my parents and I looked at my girlfriend, you know, now wife. But I was just like, "Um, you know what? If somebody was to do that to a child of mine, that's mm. how I'm reacting. That's yes. it. Mm. And it's like, I st- it just resonated with me. And, and it's funny, I think after I saw Man on Fire, I remember walking out of the theater, and I think I saw it with my brother and my, mom, and my mom at the time, and I turned to my brother and I was like, this is exactly how you need to do a Punisher movie. At the time, Ooh. at the time it came yeah. out, I was like, "This is exactly what you need to do." Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And then you got John Travolta. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is when he's being spoiler, being dragged to death in the used car car lot, and he's just yelling and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just I'm sorry. His he's finest crazy. acting to date. <laughs> no, no, to date, because hey. after Pulp Fiction, it went downhill. Pulp Fiction should have been what cat gave him that check to cash in with Hollywood again, and now I see him playing Santa Claus. Um, in Capital yeah, One commercials, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, with Samuel I mean, Jackson with, uh, with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh no, in your wallet. Yeah, uh, not talent. Oh, oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, 